the seventh regular stated meeting. Council, village council. Please stand, join, or renew the pledge of allegiance to the flag of our country. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Everyone, hope everybody had a good weekend. Roll call, please. Mr. Hampton. Here. Mr. Law. Here. Mr. Loomis. Here. Mr. Redfern. Here. Ms. Smith. Here. Mr. Walters. Here. First on the agenda this evening, a motion to approve the fiscal officer minutes from the previous meetings. So, so moved. Second. Second. Are there any discussion on those minutes? Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Law? Yes. Mr. Loomis? Yes. Mr. Redfern? Yes. Ms. Smith? Yes. Mr. Walters? Yes. Does that need a motion to approve the fiscal officer's financial reports? So moved. Second. Roll call? Mr. Hampton? Yes. Mr. Law? Yes. Mr. Loomis? Yes. Mr. Redfern? Yes. Ms. Smith? Yes. Mr. Walters? Yes. That the uh, need a motion to approve the mayor's court report for July 2023. <clears throat> motion. Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Law. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Jane, do you have anything on your list this evening that we need to touch base on? Um, not particularly. We're working on several different things. Over the last few weeks, it has remained extremely busy. Yeah. But unless you have questions about particular projects, I won't hold up your meeting. Thank you. Under finance this evening, we need a motion to approve resolution 72-2023, approve the transfer of funds from the Interfront Transfer. <coughs> Your list of transfers this evening are $278.52 from Waterworks to the Sarah Reservoir Debt Service, $2,500 from Sewer to the Sewer Replacement Fund, $1,281.41 from Waterworks to the Saltella Clover Hill Debt Service. $281.21 from Waterworks to the Burr Oak Debt Service, $5,000 from the Sewer to the Sewer Debt Service, $6,666.67 from Sewer to the Roseville Debt Service, $6,000 each from Fire to Fire and EMS Building Debt Service, and fire from EMS to Fire and EMS Building Debt Service, $50,000 from Income Tax to the General Fund. That's a list of your transfers. So Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Next on the list is resolution 73-2023, transfer of funds to Star Ohio. Your list of Star Ohio transfers are $334 each from sewage to sewage Star Ohio, street to street Star Ohio, from Water Contingency to the Water Contingency Star Ohio, and three thousand dollars from Pullman Park to the Pullman Park Star Ohio account. To move. Second. Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Law. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. 
Next under there, Resolution 74-2023, Reallocation and Supplemental Appropriations. Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Next, Resolution 75-2023, Bills to be paid. Second. Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. And Resolution 76-2023, payroll. <coughs> Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Under Park and Rec seating, a motion to approve the park agreements waivers for the use of village property. I, I have a question. Did you get to look those over, Jan? I prepared them. You prepared them? Okay. <laughs> those are what we passed out passed in the last, last workshop. Time. I yeah. just wanted to make sure Jan, they had Jan's seal of approval. I'll make the motion. I'll second. Thank you. I appreciate it. I just didn't want to do something and not. No, we were requested to put this together because the insurance. insurer yeah. mm -hmm. wanted those. So we, we worked on them at my office. Very good. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Under service this evening, need a motion to approve ordinance 27-26, increasing the bulk, bulk water increase from two pennies to two and a half pennies. And let's just clarify that there is no across the board water rate increase. We've we heard that a lot over the last week or so out in our travels and so forth. And that seemed to be the hubbub on the street that everybody's water rates was going to go up a lot. That's just a half a penny at the bulk water store out at the water plant. Okay. Right. Yep. All right. I'm just making mentioned. sure everybody's clear on that. Yeah, I'll make the motion. Second. Okay. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Motion to accept ordinance 2726 bulk water increase. <coughs> Final reading. Second. Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Under safety is seeming a motion to approve Michelle Love for the fire at EMS at 11.50 an hour. Okay. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Mayor, under safety, you're going to bring up officer's car this evening. Under safety, you're going to bring up officer's car this evening. We discussed that at the last meeting. Yeah. I'm going to hold it over one more workshop. Okay. Thanks, Rodney. Yeah. 
under building the seating in a motion to approve building permit for 411 <clears throat> East Main Street. All utilities have been checked out and approved. If you recall last uh, workshop, that was yeah. where they were building fence over there. After. Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Seating, the motion to spend rules to approve resolution 77 2023 with the uh, contract with ODOT to complete the replacement of the Buckeye Street Bridge project. Motion spend rules. Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Motion to accept resolution 77-2023, approving the work with ODOT's complete replacement of the Buckeye Street Bridge. So moved. Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Yeah, either one. This one's. This for, the, this for the meeting you have with me? Yes, it is. Which ended up, we, we thought that it was a Zoom meeting until they came walking in the door. Oh, yeah? So that was a surprise for everyone. So that made it better. It did. It was great. It was great to sit down face to face and actually talk with them. I think we all have just gotten so used to Zoom meetings that that's kind of become the norm. So, but it was nice. Yeah, it was a good meeting. Good. Under insurance, seeing a motion to approve PEP insurance renewal invoice for the 2023-2024 anniversary in the amount of $55,578.19. I'll make a motion. Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yes. Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. other old business come for council this evening do uh, we have an update on Cherry Lane possible is there anything new on it um, you know as much as I can figure out 
So the sample property did sell. We did finally receive the deed, obtained it from the courthouse, and it's been sold to Tom Schaffhausen, I think. That's how you say his last name. And I was able to make contact with George Rosser, his daughter, and Tom's son, who are going to be moving into that place. I spoke with George, let him know what we've been trying to do for years. And he seemed to think that Mr. Schaffhausen would be on board with that. He agreed to get in touch with him and let him know what we were doing. Then I did hear from Mr. Schaffhausen, and we worked on revising the easement, getting all the new information in there, updating it, and he requested to see a copy in advance. I emailed that to him, and I received word back from him that he was fine with it. He wanted me to change two things. One was the exhibit that we had attached still had the sample name attached to it, and he wanted to see his name on there instead. And I can't remember what the other change was, but it was something minor. So we took care of both of those, and I brought the document to Lacey, and I reached out to Tim Lynn, who had done our previous exhibit, to get that revised. I actually just received that revised exhibit today, complete with the legal description and everything. But in the meantime, I think Mr. Schaffhausen came to see Lacey, or called, I guess. He spoke on the phone. Called ahead of time, and he's not so amenable to signing now. So we thought we were all set and ready, and I think that Lacey and her crew contacted all the folks who had signed previously to make arrangements to get everybody back in. But so we are held up once again. So far, we have Karen Brown, um, Mike One, Marcy Cabney, and Tanner Stackhouse have signed. The others have decided they're not signing at this time. Mr. Schaffhausen phoned me again after talking with Lacey and my notes are sort of all over the place but his biggest concern is that this is private property and we are making it a public roadway but of course that's been what we've been trying to do all along in order for the village to extend village funds on the property it needs to be public not private you would have no ability to invest funds in somebody's private property the reason that we needed an easement agreement is because it's not village property. But he is concerned because he doesn't think we can have an easement agreement and an agreement to dedicate that to the public all in one document. Um, he's concerned that the agreement has no schedule of maintenance. He wants to know exactly how often it's going to be maintained, exactly what type of improvements you are making to the road and how often you're going to be continuing to get out there and maintain. Um, he wants a schedule for snow removal, everything that you might want to do for a road, he wants to see those details put in there. I did try to explain to him that it would be treated as any other public road in the village. It will be cleared when you clear other roads. It will be maintained as the village budget would allow for streets. Um, you know, everybody sort of on a waiting schedule on that, and you do try to keep up with it, but we wanted to see those details in the agreement. Um, because he was concerned that if the town does not take care of the maintenance and those types of things, then he would have no way of backing out of the easement. 
So he wants a severability clause so he can get back out of it, I guess, if he wasn't satisfied with how it was being maintained. He also indicated that he is giving up his property and getting nothing for it. So I was assuming that he was wanting some compensation for the easement, but I told him I didn't think the village would be offering to do that, that you're really going above and beyond in agreeing to take care of the road, given that it is currently private property. But I let him know that I would provide you with his concerns, and if you wanted me to make some changes, changes, I'll take a look at it. But I didn't, I didn't give him any indication that you would be willing to do that. He indicated he also might have an attorney look over it, and I said that would be fine. Thank you. Jan, when did you speak with them? The date I have on this one is August 2nd. I think I have notes from where I talked to George on July 18th. I talked to Mr. Schaffhausen before that because we had emailed, but I don't have that email printed off in here. My last conversation <clears throat> with him was August 2nd. Okay, which would have been around the time I spoke with you. Um, when I spoke with him, he the land between the Stackhouse property and the Wolf property that grants an easement to him, he thought that that was a property right for him. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have looked at the engineer's map, but he showed me when you bring up the engineer's map, that, that outlines in green. Mm -hmm. And I explained to him that there's a caution on the engineer's yeah. that says, It's you know, off. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but, it's not exact. But that's the property that he said he owned. When I talked to Mike Cabinet, and I talked to, I talked to, but I talked to everybody except for the Hutchins. I talked to Mike Cabinet. Mike said he thought he owned the entire road. Um, when I talked to Tom, I, I showed him, I've got the plat map, which shows that he, because he said he'd been told that he was out of the village, that the village road wasn't there. I brought him the plat map, so I showed him the plat map where the, the village and the township roads clearly designate who's in and who's out. Um, I talked to him about, I mean, my deed's on there so you can see where my property is. So I know by the engineer's thing, if you look at their map, it looks like he owns more. He doesn't. My deed's there. It's clearly marked. I've had my property surveyed twice, so I'm pretty sure where those lines are. Um, and he told me the same things he told you. Uh, there was nothing new in that. He does seem to act. Well, he wanted. He asked if, if uh, the six of us would maintain the road, and I said, "Well, why would we pay for the six of us to maintain the road when the villain is ready, willing, and able? All we have to do is sign the easement. They're ready, willing, and able to take care of the road." We've, up, we've updated the estimate. We've got the cost. We've got the price on on both sides for the materials for everything that's ready to go. The labor costs, the material, it's it's ready to go. So he may have taken that from what I when I talked to him, Karen, because he he was adamant that he didn't want it to be public. And he said, "Well, your only other option then at that point is if you don't want the village involved." then you can have a driveway maintenance agreement amongst the owners up there and you all can take care of it yourselves. But I said that would be your only other option. 
I explained to him that I've had so many problems with the neighbors that I would not be trusting this time that he would maintain and take care of and not encroach upon my property. That if the village abandons this project, if it is not a public road, then I will be forced to fence my property off. And although he's a landlocked property, which means he'll have a, an easement by uh, necessity, mm -hmm that he's not going to be traveling the road freely, I'll have to take it and I'll have to maintain it. I don't want to, but I will. Uh, sometimes you have to put up a fence to have a good neighbor and I would much rather have a public road. And that's kind of where we left it, mm -hmm. that he was leaning towards signing an easement the last time I talked, but he also said he was calling you and talking to you. Yeah. He wanted to talk to an attorney. Uh, we talked about the maintenance of the road. I said, I don't think they're going to give you, they wouldn't give a maintenance schedule to anybody in the village, let alone, <laughs> they're I, not, that's not something that they're going to do. I explained that as well. I said, it's always going to depend upon budget and what monies come in for the road maintenance. They said the village does keep after it. <coughs> that wasn't sufficient. That just really kind of raised more concerns for him because... He wanted to be able to back out if the village couldn't afford to take care of the road. And that's there all was just nothing really to say that when we talked the first couple of times, there weren't any issues, but this last time he just had a bundle of concerns and I'm not sure where it came from, but he had reviewed it all before and he told me, he said, yeah, I did look at it all before, but when I looked at it again, I decided I had more concerns. But yeah, if you take a look at the new map with the engineer, it's even better than the first exhibit we had. They put together. There's just a really small portion that goes on his land. It's just the corner as it curves around. I printed out a couple of extra copies. I guess not a lot. <laughs> and I think that, like I said, the easement between the uh, stack house property and wood property. He thought he owned that. Yeah. And I don't know why he thinks that, but I figured a, an attorney could easily tell him that, that that's not That's the road. That's the alley that goes between the two properties. Um, what he does own is just a little diagonal piece across the road. And then you mentioned just using the other easement. Yeah, you've been on the road, right? So as you go up and around, he thinks he owns that whole yeah. easement. You can see it on that map, that whole easement between those two properties. And I explained it's an easement. It's an easement on his deed, but it's not a property right. So the village is not going to pay for that. <laughs> well, There's always a question, Karen, and we, 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 we kind of foregone it. We just want to go ahead and do the project. There's always a question how much is actually the township and how much is ours. I mean, we, have you seen this bill? Kind of good now. Here's a few more copies. Okay. This is the plan. No, Vince, we were still planning on doing it. We were going to do it in But I think this is probably the best map to show you all township. This is from the county. Right. So if you look yeah, over here, 
Where, where's that's the village line? You and the one that says wants the thirteen fifty three. That's the property that you're talking about. But this is the best map. I don't know if you guys. This is the plat map from the engineer's office. Scott, we were we were talking about. Yeah, the system that actually comes onto your property, so that part would be township. Right. Because it I mean, crosses I mean, it like this is the didn't matter. We this were still is the section right here. So. Well, that's what I told him. I mean, the motivation of the villages after all this argument, you guys really need do need to have it in writing. I get that. I don't know what his motivation is for not signing. I, I really truly don't understand. I told you, Karen, we, we just we just we updated the, the bid on it. We, we did the whole bid because we thought we thought it was going to be signed on it. That was my understanding. I mean, I would have told everybody. So everyone here has been acting in good faith. We just needed the signature to say go. And I allowed them to do what they wanted to with the road right now, which may have been my mistake because they took the bulldozer to the road and made it nice so that they could get up on the hill. And that's when the things changed and they didn't want to do the easement. And it's like, I'm not giving the road. If you guys don't do this, I can't just continue to have stress about a road. Oh, it's much better. You can go all the way around the hill now. But they needed to get to their property because they spent two weeks, their property's all cleaned up, new roof, new porch. You know, they had to get people up there. So. Seems to be concerned about it being. Oh, I know. She's Crooksville. I know. Seemed to be concerned about it being open to the public, but they said. Mm, it's a road. Roads are. <laughs> but they said it, it's a neighborhood. They'll just take care of it. Right. It's, it's, it's pretty, pretty much open to the public. You want to be able to close it off and things. They said, I don't think it's like you're going to have double roads of Crooksville running through it, It's the two properties that use that road are me and him. Yeah. And that's what I said. You've seen how much traffic. He's the one that's caused all the traffic. Yeah, <laughs> it's not much traffic. Five property owners that are going to use that road every day. Yeah. 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 In my neighborhood, it's. Public yeah. also, but the only people that come through really are the people who live there. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, so I don't. Like I said, with all the concerns that he mentioned, I don't. I don't know really what's motivated this change. Yeah. At one point, he wanted me to put in there that the road would receive the same attention and schedule that Main Street did. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say. I don't either. I don't want to know what more I can do. Really. I said he's back to Hawaii now. I know that he said something about he had it changed so that he could have the signature notarized in Hawaii mm -hmm. to send it. Yeah, over. we did take care of that. He asked. That's one of the other things that he asked for. He said his wife was not here to sign it, so he wanted to be able to have her sign in Hawaii. One step forward, three steps oh, back. Yeah, after that phone call, I felt deflated. You know, yeah. I didn't want to have to tell everybody that. We had somebody that wasn't going to sign, and then we had two that weren't going to sign, and it's just like it just felt like we were so close to getting it done. A couple signatures done. I was going to call Matt Headley, you know, hoping to get it done before winter, and it was just definitely, you know, Karen came in, we spoke, and you know, it's disheartening to have to tell everybody that's wanted this so badly for so long that. 
running yeah. a bulldozer over it and getting it passable for a couple hours is one thing, but every time it snows this winter for three, four, five, ten, fifteen inches of snow, is he going to snow plow it from Hawaii? Right. Well, I know he's not going to be living there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the, the sun and... You know, but he's got to be the one that signs the easement. I know. Well, so. I don't think that by signing it that it's going to turn into 93 overnight. I don't think that everybody yeah, in Crooksville is going to decide to Nobody travel is. that road. No. Nobody's even going to know it's fixed except yeah. the people who exactly. live up there. Right. And, and like folks I, that listen on council meetings. Yeah. And, and I don't know what, the, you know, I know you, Robert, you talked to the Hutchins the last time. I don't know why they didn't sign because they're less affected by it than the other two properties so yeah. i don't know like i was that mr shot maslin talked to mr hutchins that's i think they caused concerns based on shot policy's concerns he he advised hutchins against signing so i don't i said i'd give him a little bit of time but i want to i don't want to road this year so i mean that's where i stand and I'm hoping that they change their mind. Uh, I know George, I mean, he's from Perth, so he should know what the roads are like and how they get repaired. And mm -hmm. and the other, you know, I don't know how much money people have to just spend in roads. I don't want to put my money in a road, but just I'll do the, what I'll have to do. Just in the process, Karen, of uh, trying to ascertain the signatures, um, the price increased what? Oh, from double. the original oh, yeah, I was say, it damn near double. It was thirty-five thousand dollars two and a half years ago, and it's nearly sixty thousand dollars today. Yeah. And that's putting the catch basin in and the catch basins, gravel. That's still not paving it. That's just making it nice and drivable, with drivable with with a good foundation mm -hmm. and good drainage time. I feel like if you guys, I don't know if somebody wants to get in contact with them and give them a little bit of time and talk to Bill, but I feel like if people know that, like, and I know. And we haven't even scratched the surface of public safety if the squad needs to get up there on the hill and it's January and call Tom. He's got to plow it. Well, you know what I mean? I, I think they have the fire, I mean, they've already had the fire truck up there, so they know what you need to have with the emergency vehicles up there as well. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know if people can get in touch with him. Like I said, he was he did say he was going to see an attorney, and he did say he's not used to small towns. So the, I I mean I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we can always consider animate taking an animate domain. The it, last result, just do it. If we're going to have this kind of trouble, we spend all this money. And the price keeps going up. We're not the people of that area can't be satisfied. Well, if the people you know, of that area don't want safe. it, though, I, why do you invest your money into something that not everybody wants? To me, it's a safety issue. Uh, that's just my opinion. Like I said, emergency vehicles, safe fire. Eminent domain. It's not. It's harder to do eminent no, domain now than it was. It's not cheap, and it doesn't doesn't happen overnight. No, oh, I know that. You're talking. And then you probably will have to pay. Well, I said the only thing that I could think of was I didn't investigate everybody's deeds. I didn't think that property that the Sapples claimed belonged to the Sapples, that little piece that goes across. Right. I did not think it belonged to them. I thought it belonged to the old Harper property. You've got the Stackhouse property. Mm -hmm. You've got the Wolf property. 
and the property below that, I thought, owned the whole Galway clear across the Galway and that strip of land. So that's the other thing. And that's another way into it is I've never looked at their deed. I've never examined their deed, but it was my understanding from a long time ago that they owned that property because somebody tried to build a road at one point on the back end of that Saffle property to move their driveway and they didn't own it at that time. So they couldn't build the road. They were stopped from building the own. So like I said, that's the only thing that I have. They own 0.98 acres. You can see on their deed, that's a big 0.98 acres. So that's the only thing that I could see if you wanted to look into that. Like I said, it, it would involve looking at that property and I don't know who owns that property now. And I, like I said, I don't know how much you guys want to go into this. To me, it seems like a, a no-brainer to have the road done by the village. I don't understand what, what the motivation would be to not do it. Well, if we abandon all of our efforts on this completely, leave it up to those property owners to figure it out themselves, you know, is that going to make it better or worse for everybody? It's yeah. definitely going to make it worse. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you can't throw your hands up and say, well, I give up. We have to do something. But I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I said, I hope he changes his mind because it, to me it doesn't make 15 sense. 15 years or better we've and been the Hutchins, working on this. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me why they wouldn't sign either. So... And I've talked to, you know, both gentlemen <laughs> since, I don't Mr. Schaffhausen said that Mr. Hutchins didn't realize it said public road in the document when he signed it the first time. They know it's going to be a public road. <laughs> I mean, that was the whole point. <laughs> so, I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I tried to explain that. Just I said I can't imagine. I said I wrote down and I reported what his requests were, but I can't imagine the village is, is going to do any of that, and I wouldn't advise it. As you pointed out, you don't do that for any other street. It's been a public road forever. You know? It's been treated as one, but it's, it's been not treated officially as one. one. Yeah. This document will officially make it one. Yeah. So I said, I can understand why you want the document at this point because well, you have to have it. I know Today's how many times have people have changed their mind, and I mean, all this this whole debate to me, to I thought was a settled debate. Yeah, but that same issue over in Delaware, Delaware, Michigan. Yeah, sure do. We have to have that. We have to have easements before we can go in and work on somebody's. Same issue. It's almost exactly the same. Different issue, but it's still the same problem. Yeah, it's just really disappointing. There's been a lot of time put into this. And a lot of time. We dropped everything and scrambled to get it all put together and revised. And, and, and a lot of money behind the scenes with engineers making maps. and. Tim yeah. Lynn's office got on that and took care of it and got it back to me within a week. A lot of people scramble to try and get it put in place quickly. 
after 15 years. <laughs> it put place quickly after 15 because oh, we were, no, we've been trying. Yeah. I mean, this is only part of the. Yeah, I, 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 I did. Believe me, I'm with I you on that. The history. I think this is going to go wait and see. See if they get it. I don't know. This last thing Karen wants to hear us last thing I want to hear too, but you're right. <laughs> well, my. my I, mean, I love Karen. I, I, I told them what I was going to do, and I'll probably put together a draft to send to. Two people who haven't signed, clearly stating my position, because I don't know. <laughs> I may ask for some details about the road, but I don't know what else to do. Like I said, I've I've spent years of anxiety about the road of whether I can cross a property or not. Like I said, I was terrorized pretty much up there. So I'm not going to have fences built so that I can't travel over either side of my property because I know where my property line is. Right. So I'll put up, like I said, I'll get give it a couple weeks and then I'm going to send a draft notice that, of what I'm going to do this year. Um, Where's your property line run down along that road? You know where between the mailbox and the telephone pool there's a guide wire it's the guide wire, and then it goes all the way up the hill. It's about four feet. Bill had his fence on my property, yeah. um, and then it goes up to the the basically the power lines, the two power lines. I'm right in front of the two power power poles in front of their property, and then I go all the way down to the gully, and then my pen's in the middle of Mike Cavaney's driveway. So, and on up the hill. I mean, so I own, like I said, most of the land that we're talking about. They own a sliver. Being where Mike's pen is, where my yeah. property goes that way, they literally own a sliver across the road. That's, that's all that we're talking about. 50 feet probably. Less than that. Less. It's less than 50 foot. Yeah. So, you know, Mike and I have talked. Mike know where, knows where the pen is. Mike asked permission to put their driveway in because it was on my property. He's got permission to do that. It's not like we haven't worked together. We have. Um, no, it's the betterment of everybody. Yeah. So I don't understand it, like I said, but I, I feel like I've been, I have at times been trapped in my property. I mean, I don't know if there's a record of the sheriff calls that I've had to make. But there have been times I've been trapped in my property. So, I and like I said, I can't just trust that people are going to do what's right. Because mm -hmm. obviously, been real trusting. <laughs> <coughs> so, hopefully okay, they I, change their minds. I'm happy to email them the updated exhibit. And I don't know, did you share, Lacey, the detail about what was planned for the road and what the cost was going to be? Um, I didn't, but I can. So maybe we share those two tidbits that will be informative enough to influence him. But this was the up-to-date list. I don't know what more I can do. Yeah. I think that's all that, I mean, if you guys would do that and share that with him, the cost of the road, the schedule when it's going to, like, getting it in this year, I think they're pretty much ready to move into the house. So it's... To me, it's like said, I don't understand why anybody would hesitate. Mean property. Again, I sent that agreement out to you, Lacey. Do you want to just send both things and copy me in? Yeah, absolutely. You sent me this. 
Yes. Okay. I did send it this yep. afternoon. Yep. Late. Thanks, Karen. Welcome. Thank you. Kathy, what you got for us this evening? I just wanted to ask about um, the alleys. There was like a storm a couple weeks ago and trees fell down. Like if, is, what is your property? Like do you own, I know you don't own all the way to the alley, but you're supposed to maintain that, the village or us. Say if I have a tree on my property, it's out towards the alley. Like this is the alley and it's real close to the alley and it breaks in someone's yard. Who's responsible for that? Is that my property and clean it or is it the villages? I just would like to know. Lost. Sorry, Kathy. I was on the right. part there. Tree, not. Tree, so it's your tree, and it fell on your property. It's not my. I, no, I don't have any trees. I'm just saying. What tree if it is my tree? Tree property falls over the alleyway that's village owned right away. Who takes care of the tree? Like, do we? Have I, to, I mean, it's kind of debatable. If it's blocking the public way, I mean, the village might need to come in and clear it. But say but if the, it's okay. somebody's tree that they've failed to maintain maintain or take care of, then the property owner could be liable for that tree. If it's simply an act of God, then, you know, that's another right, story too. Because right. I know we're supposed to mow and maintain our property all the way to the alley. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm getting at. There's so many trees in the alleys now that aren't being maintained that are breaking off in storms getting in people's property and when you try to say hey are you going to clean this up that ain't my tree well it's like it's not mine because i don't have any trees but <laughs> so then it just gets that to be like a, a matter of survey and finding out where the lines are and who the tree belongs to and all that type of thing i'm kind of dealing tree. with that with my own property right now i mean you're allowed as a property owner if trees are overhanging onto your property you're allowed to trim those but you're not supposed to trim them to the point where you actually damage the tree if it's the neighbor's tree because you could be liable for that uh, if it's on the neighbor's property you need, to, you need to take care of it or it needs to come down you have to notify the neighbor and either get permission or have the neighbor take it down because it might be harming your property and then if they fail to do that if you put them on notice that it increases the likelihood of liability it's, does our village like have AP or like a tree company come in sometimes and cut trees in alleys to get them away from the wires? AEP maintains no. everything as far as they the just, wires. They just do That's it. part of the okay. AEP Service agreements and easements. Okay. Power line right away. So we could call AEP and kind of ask them, hey, can you check on these trees on the power lines? Are they laying on the power lines? Well, <laughs> uh, Sort of, yeah. <laughs> if they're in. Well, I can tell you that they'll they'll look at them and determine whether or not they're power lines or cable lines. Right. And if they're cable, if they're the, on the lower ones, they're not going to do anything about it. If they're power lines, they will come in and trim the tree. Right, they came up like self-stage. Yeah. Tree in my yard, they trimmed the whole tree. Because I told them they couldn't just cut the piece off of it, so they trimmed the whole tree. Uh, they have that one too, okay. They've been pretty good about that. Okay. Hey, no, that's it. Thank okay, you. you're welcome. Brian? All right, first, I thank you. I didn't go through the proper uh, protocol to get on the agenda because I forgot. It was a long week last week. Uh, the first thing is just real quick, um, just a recommendation. If you guys uh, 
are considering any improvements or changes to the Village Park, I would highly recommend considering a pickleball court. That sport is exploding. It's on TV now. Um, I see uh, my son plays hockey in Newark, and they have a, a new pickleball court on the same property that the hockey rink is at. And it's, and I, I know Newark is a little bit bigger than Crooksville, but um, I think that would uh, that would be a, a pretty pretty good improvement for the for the Village Park. Second, <clears throat> the real reason I'm here is uh, for the last couple of years, I've had conversations, I think it was actually with Tom, um, about the right-of-way fences uh, that, that line uh, the state route. Um, I was told by the village that it's the state fence and it's the state's responsibility to maintain that. And of course, the state said if it's, the, if it's within the village, uh, it's the village's uh, responsibility to, to maintain that. So uh, recently, I was thinking about it again. I contacted uh, hold on, I gotta get a name here. I contacted Morgan Overby at the uh, at ODOT. She's a public information officer there in Jacksontown, um, and she looked into it for me. She got me some documentation. Uh, what she sent me is a two thousand, a March two thousand fifteen. Um, let's see. Uh, State of Ohio road rate, Roadway Infrastructure Maintenance uh, Responsibility Manual, and uh, it appears that if, um, hold on a second, they call the right-of-way fence a, a pertinence, I believe is how you say it, and if it falls within the village corporation limits, it is the responsibility of the village. Um, and, and the reason I bring that up because there's a large uh, section of the fence that appears to have been driven over or something between our place and the trailers uh, down at the bottom of the hill. Um, and just two other spots that I can think about right off the top of my head that it just looks bad. It's just a bad look. Um, is uh, the fence just west of Family Dollar and... Um, the fence that the large tree fell on over at the, the Taylor's property right there on the corner of uh, 93 and uh, Main. West Main Street. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I don't know what you guys would do about that huge tree, but um, it's just uh, those three places that I'm aware of, they're just, it just looks horrible. And if it is the re responsibility of the village, then um, I would ask <laughs> that, that it be fixed. Um, you know, within a within a decent amount of time, a timely manner. And that's it. And I can get I can email you. So uh, it's saying the the fence itself is our responsibility. Yeah, they call the fence the fence is uh, defined as an appurtenance, a roadway appurtenance. I mean, um, I can see it being the shrubbery and whatnot around it. Did Taylor's ever get all that tree cleaned up? No. I mean, I still say no. He was in the process of it. Uh, it looks like they gave up. It was a, it's a huge oh, I know tree. It was a huge tree. Um, so I, I don't know. And then, of course, Aaron passed. So, um, And I something tells me that his sons aren't going to take care of it. So, um, uh, 
Brian, what was the name of that document again? I'll be happy to email it yes, and please. forward it to anybody. But it's called, uh, I'm assuming this is the most updated or most recently updated uh, document. It's March 2015. It's called the State of Ohio Roadway Infrastructure Maintenance Responsibility Manual. Uh, and then underneath that it says an all-inclusive reference for any person looking to maintain roadway roadway infrastructure in Ohio. I guess the next question I have, Brad, is can we use part of the highway money we yep. get from Moen for that fencing? Yep. Should be able to. Brian, can you email that to me? Yes, sure. It's just LaceyTumblin at Crookso.com. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Maybe we have a hard time finding ways to get that money out. It's a lower lower amount now, it's isn't a lot, it? It's a lot it's lower, lower, especially if we're going to yeah. do the um, the trees and all that. It's going to be cutting it close, but we can definitely look into it to Let's see what into. we yeah yeah. And and like I said, those are the only three places that that I'm uh, hyper aware of, just because I, I'm I live there. Right. So. Um, there may be more, there may not be any other issues uh, throughout the state route, but, um, you know, this, this, is, I'm not, this isn't a complaint, this is just, yeah, yeah, right. hey, this is just is what I was told. Um, and, See, I assumed uh, we were responsible for the shrubbery and all that mowing, because that's what we received money for from the state of Ohio, for the mowing. I, the fencing, I just figured. No, it's, it's part of the... It's like the their right of way ends at that fence, and that's our responsibility too. That keeping up the fence. That's way ODOT told me when I was checking about can we use the money to trim all the trees along 93? Right. We could, but what will happen? We run into a problem on the uh, distribution of the taxes that goes into our, our fund, and we had to change it over our audit so instead of having a hundred thousand dollars in the state highway fund to take care of the four lane and within our corporation those fences and right-of-ways it's down to thirty some thousand and the rest went into the street and alley like eighty some thousand so and we've just been misappropriating it, it was a legitimate mistake the transfer of the funds and that's one thing that they dinged us on about correcting, which has already been corrected. But our, that state highway fund is down down around forty thousand now, instead of a hundred. But it's it's definitely something that we can look yes. into. Yeah. That's all I ask. Yeah. Thanks, it's a, guys. It's a doable. It's doable. A little bit of the time. All right. We'll be new business for you. I got calls from them people who are going to be invaded by groundhogs over in the alley behind Wind Street again. They're digging up people's yards bad. Do you have any problems with groundhogs up there where you're at? I got, I've seen them. I got one. Marilyn told me the other day one ran out of my building. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the neighborhood. Yeah, they're. Can uh, we shoot them? Why me? Don't tell me I can't. I wish. That hurts my kitty cat. Evidently, they're not. They're not having any luck like that. Yeah. Because they said coons are getting in, taking the bait and. Then, I have a couple over my place. I removed one, and then I just saw one again today. Yeah. If you catch them, where are you supposed to take them? Up on my hill. The dinner plate. Huh? The dinner plate. Oh, God, Brad. I don't know, it's not bad. Oh, but, uh, but 
have to be awful hungry. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're leaving ruts in their yard or holes, and uh, yeah. they're, they're quite worried about them. They seem to be coming over in the woods from behind Dave Yost. Mm. So, like, ten times more than they had ever before. So I don't know what would be causing that per se. But trash. Someone's probably not paying a trash bill. I don't think groundhogs eat trash. No, no, no. Grubs and worms and vegetarians. I know there's a trapper that posts a sign out there. Yeah, there we go. I think I did see that. Yeah, there's someone that does trapper. No, I have this one up underneath our deck. I took it to the back of the cemetery and let it go. And I don't know if that's. I don't know if it's the same one or not. You got to take it up. Probably Tim the White's. one in my house. Yeah. Tim White's house. <laughs> and, and, and it's I big, though. It's been, been I have one in my house, track. and I set off some firecrackers, man. Right in this hole. I mean, I read up on it a little bit. I, I do believe I did it a couple different nights. I think taking care of them or trying to abate them would be a village problem. I think it would be something the city administration should look into. Is there anybody else that wants this document? Yeah, I thought of Lacey. Yeah, me. All right, I'll just get everybody's email for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take. I was gonna say, or I can, if you send it to me, I can forward it. Yeah, that's that. that'll that'll be great. Perfect. <laughs> Any ideas on the ground hole problems, council? Under five. Yeah, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I'm not here. Well, I got two. I got four or five two every night. Come around. You probably feed them too, don't you? Do you? I like cat food. Oh, the issue I do is love cat food. They're digging holes that people are stepping in, and you know somebody's eventually going to break an ankle or something like that. Cause they're digging pretty deep, from what I saw. But there, there's about four properties maybe by there where there's Anybody, anybody contact Adobe and Oro? What do you mean? Uh, yeah, they, they, they won't, uh, they won't do anything for the sensibility. They, they gave them the names of trappers who wanted to, who wanted 500 bucks to murder, just to check the traps, check the traps and check them. So maybe check the guy that's got the sign out there. I don't know who they contacted and who that is, but maybe maybe try him just to see if it's the same. Uh, you know, I'm kind of like Billy. It's not something that you know, supervised CB tech can take care of. Bring Billy up. <laughs> you said supervised. <laughs> <laughs> the only shot you got until you pump the air back up in it. And then they're going to be gone by then. Be, oh, hell, I ain't staying here for that. <laughs> and uh, so 
you know, it's, but it's, it's definitely getting to be a big problem for them. Since you can't legally discharge a firearm within the building, <laughs> limits, I Mr. Hampton? Yes. Mr. Locke? Yes. 
Mr. Loomis. Yes. Mr. Redfern. Yes. Ms. Smith. Yes. Mr. Walters. Yes. Anything else come for council this evening? Motion to adjourn. I make a motion. Second. Roll call. Mr. Hampton. Yes. Mr. Locke. Yeah. Mr. Loomis. 